0: Welcome to Twin Talk. This is Joy, and I'm here with my sister, Angie, and we were just discussing how we feel like we need a little intro song or something, some sort of music. Mm -hmm. I said, welcome to Twin Twin Talk. talk. Anyway, (laughs) so today we each... That wasn't awkward. (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't awkward at all. (laughs) Today, we're each going to recommend a book, and... I'm excited because this is one of my all-time favorite books ever I guess okay so and I already asked her because I wanted to make sure because sometimes I'm not sure if she's read the book or not so I asked her I I said have you read Little Big Man before and she said no you gave me the book a long time ago but I never read it Mm -hmm. so you've never read Little Big Man? No I have not. Okay. (laughs) You know what it's possible I have but I, I really only remember watching the movie it's life-shattering. If you've read it, I think you would remember it. Not life-shattering, well, it's life. But, I mean, it's you know how awesome. sometimes you watch a movie, and then you read mm-hmm. the book, and you're thinking, did I really read it? The-? Because they're so, if, they're, if they were close at all. They, yeah, they're close. Okay, so know. you're not sure. No, I don't think I have. Okay, well, I chose the book Little Big Man. It's older, and, oh, I forgot to write down the publishing date, but it was like 1960 or 1962. Oh. So it is definitely older. See, I would have pictured the 70s. Hmm. Yeah, me too. Um, Jack Crabb is the main character, and what's cool is he claims to be 111 years old at the opening of the book, and he claims to be the sole white survivor of the Battle of Little, Big Man, of Little Bighorn. So this is back during, you know, the Western days, the time of the Indians and cowboys, cowboys and Indians. What's so cool about this book, I was thinking about this. It almost reminds me of Forrest Gump. You know how Forrest Gump (laughs) seemed to always be at the most significant place at the most significant time? I was trying to think, you know, he's in the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. And um, he, what else did he witness? He was in... uh, during the time of segregation, when they were segregating kids, and oh, yeah, he's uh, at the spring in the national guard, in. yes, and he was on the um, Alabama football team, yeah, with Bear Bryant, <laughs> yeah. that's what this book reminds me of like all the big wigs of that time, all the big names. He rubbed, he um, so he,
1: he rubbed shoulders, he actually rubbed
0: shoulders with them and got to witness history. So, basically, when he was 10 years old, his family was attacked by Indians. And everybody was killed but him and his sister. And what's funny is there's a Cheyenne Indian, and the sister's like, he wants me, Jack. He wants me. He, he's going to take me back to his TP to- and do things to me. I know it, Jack. He wants me. And she's like this real tomboy. <laughs> she's real homely. She's very manly. Yeah, she's very manly. You know, you've seen the movie, so yeah. she's very like that. I forgot about her. She well, come to find out, they weren't kidnapping them at all. Caroline is her name, and then Jack Crab. They just followed... Uh, Caroline's convinced they're being kidnapped so they follow them to the teepees and then later on Caroline just quote unquote escapes because she sees they really don't want anything to do with her. Oh. And Jack stays. He has nowhere else to go. So what's so cool is the whole book it's It's he gets to see what, uh, he knows what it's like to live as a white man, and he knows what it's like to live as an Indian, as a Cheyenne Indian. So he's raised as a Cheyenne Indian. So you get to learn all about their customs, their beliefs, how they lived. That, to me, is the most fascinating part. But yet, when it's convenient for him, like if there's a battle, that's what's cool. He's not, here's the thing, he's not really a hero but he does do some heroic things in the book. Mm-hmm. So, like for example, if their tribe is being attacked or whatever, he might just switch over to the white man all of a sudden, go, "Hey, I'm one of you. You know, don't kill me." Right. Well, and hey, he goes back. We all. I mean, our life was in jeopardy. Yeah. Um, well, I just want to read this list because, like I said, it's kind of like Forrest Gump. Like he got to witness all these really cool things in history and rub uh, cross paths. Here are the people he crossed paths with. Okay. Uh, Wild Bill Hickok, Wyatt Earp, Buffalo Bill, George Armstrong Custer—these were all the professions he was throughout the book. He was a scout, a trapper, a mule skinner, a whiskey peddler, a drunk, a gun. (laughs) That's an occupation. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess I should say these are the stages he Uh, went through and the jobs he went through. But yeah, he kind of made an occupation of it. Gunfighter—that was one of the funniest parts of the book. Uh, Buffalo hunter railroader and miner and of course uh, but the thing I mm. love about it is you get to see history through his eyes you get to see and the white men are not portrayed very well but um you get to see how the Indians lived and um and even though he's a coward most of the time he does have moments where he's a true hero mm-hmm. and um it's It's a very moving book. I would put it in one of my top 10 books of all time. Mm -hmm. I love this book. And the writing is just, it's amazing. And I was just reading a kind of a review all ago on the internet. And uh, I can't remember the guy's name that was reviewing the book. And he's, he's the one that reviewed it years and years ago. And he's still talking about today. And he says probably some of the, some of the scenes like of the battles he says probably some of the best written literature that's out there oh really in our times yeah I'm almost positive that you recommended or you're the one that introduced me to the movie Mm -hmm. and I agree like I said I don't really know how Close the book is to the movie, mm-hmm. but the movie blew me away, and to this day, it's one of my favorite movies. Oh, now I, I didn't have, know that. I love the movie; it's one of my favorite movies. I so I didn't know that. Yeah. And of course, if if you're listening to us out there and you haven't seen it, it's it's older, but Dustin Hoffman plays Jack Crab. Uh, Faye Dunaway is in it. Yeah, She's and his good. uh his Indian name is Little Big Man, and that's mm-hmm. where. That's where the name comes in. He's but, been given the name Little Big Man. And all of the Indian actors are really good in it. Oh, And I yeah. like that they didn't take a white man and just try to make him look like an Indian. Yeah, you're From right. From what I could tell, it looked to me like most yeah, of them were truly authentic. Yeah, I think they really did try to be authentic. Mm-hmm. But have I convinced you to read Little Big Man? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, in the only – it's been sitting in my shelf. You probably gave it to me a year or two ago. Because uh, you had an extra, I, I think loved it's a paper it so bag. much that I ordered a couple extra copies yeah. and just gave them away as gifts. <laughs> but because I'm just yeah, what uh. I was going to say is the only reason it's been sitting on my shelf and I haven't picked it up is because I do remember some of the more disturbing parts of the movie, mm-hmm. and so I know they're in the book. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I just don't. Oh, it's hard for me to read about some of those battle scenes and when yeah. they went in and killed the women and when the white men went in and killed some of the women and children in these uh, yeah. Indian camps. That part, yeah, is hard for and me. I'll have to say that there, there are some tough parts when he goes into some of that stuff. But that does bring up another point about the book. There's a lot of comedy in it as well. Yes, so there, there's some comic so it, relief. It kind of complements the tragedy. Yes. Yeah, it's not like you're have this not complement balances it. Yeah, it's not like you're going to have this hard. Emotional read through the whole thing. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of light-hearted humor in it, and just the situations he gets himself into. So really, the dark moments are kind of few and far between, but they are there, mm-hmm. and uh, it's heartbreaking. And but I'm telling you, just one of my all-time favorite books. I highly recommend it to anyone who's listening. And if you are listening, let us, if you ever do read this book, I would love it if you would uh, leave us a uh, voicemail on our, mm-hmm. I always forget the name of it. Is it vo- Speak Pipe? Pu- speak pipe, Voice Pipe. <laughs> no one ever pipes? leaves us messages. I know. Size. Well, we've had two, Jennifer, my friend Jennifer yeah. and then our friend Brett. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, if you do read any of these books we recommend, I would love to hear, even if you hate it. Call us and say, why would you recommend that book? I would like to hear opinions. I totally agree. I don't know if I've run this by you or not, so I might as well do it on air. Okay. But... You know, we've been tr- talking about creating Twin Talk t-shirts for over a year now. Yeah. We just can't seem to get around to it. Right. But I, I have an idea. Okay. So once we get these made, these yeah. quote-unquote t-shirts. Yeah, these uh, hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical t-shirts. Hypothetical <laughs> t-shirts. I'm going to say the first five people that leave us a message get a free t-shirt. Oh, yeah. That'd be awesome. we got to do something for some incentive here. Yeah, so, I yeah. like that idea. You yeah. get a Twin Talk t-shirt yeah. if you leave us a message. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Let's do it. Okay. We have a silhouette or cricket or whatever it's called. We got it for our birthday. Two years ago and we've not used it one time. But hey, I heard you can make the t-shirts on there or the designs. Right. And I already have the design in mind and everything. So what's the deal? I could just need to get up and do it. So Okay, well what is your book? Okay, well (laughs) Is (laughs) it another (laughs) Oh by the way, I have a story to tell you. Okay. So last time we did this Angie recommended I heard the owl call my name. And then, of course, she backtracked toward the end. Yeah, I said I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. Not for everyone. <laughs> but on the way, so, you know, I'm driving home from Angie's house after we did that podcast. And I forgot to tell you, right, I'm on uh, this kind of backcountry road that uh, in between our houses. I live about what? Six miles. Six, from seven me. miles from you. And this owl flies off of a tree Uh -uh. pretty, not right over my car, but in the general vicinity. And I was like listening for him to go, hoo, hoo, joy, hoo, hoo, (laughs) joy. I was going to freak out if I heard him call my name because now I know. That is unusual because I'm always thinking I see owls and it usually ends up being a hawk. And here's another thing. Did you get my text the other night? Uh, and I saw an owl out on our power line in our backyard. Uh, really, c- uh, like right after this podcast. That's just weird because we can't. I this never up. see owls. I hear them, but I, I never know. see them. I saw it. It was on our power line. Okay, you sure it wasn't a hawk? Cause and yeah, because you're right, and the hawks are big. And I even went and got my daughter's little. She's got this little like thing from Pirates of the Caribbean. It's like one of those things you look at oh, to magnify. Oh, like a little um, a yeah. periscope. Yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, I can't I tell what you're it. talking about. I though. went to grab it to look at it close more closely, and he had already flown off. But here's how I, I'm pretty sure it was an owl, because okay. that night, I'll kid you not, he hooted all night. For like, <laughs> from like, I'm not kidding. Like at mid, It was midnight. And this is the same night we had? No, this hot... was like a few nights later. Okay. But, but, still, but still, this hmm. owl would not quit hooting. I could not sleep. <laughs> and I was even texting on our group text with our sisters and our mom. I was like... Cause Angie used to laugh about they have a rooster that, that would wake y- shut up, that won't yeah. shut up, uh-huh. and he wakes and he wakes y'all up at like three or four in the yeah, morning. I was under this mistaken belief. belief that roosters only crow in the morning. Well, that's me a, too. That's a huge lie. If anybody needs to know, that's well, see, I always true. thought, oh, roosters start.
1: Crowing, Crowing at
0: dawn. At dawn. But Angie says, no, that's, that's not bald true. Face, that's a bald-faced lot. So it's like not true. <laughs> true. So roosters start your rooster. Yeah, our rooster crows all night long. And he's right outside mm-hmm. the window, outside pretty window. close. Yeah, so I said in the text message, I put, forget the rooster, the owl won't shut up. Oh, I guess I missed it. So you must have that. missed that. I'm yeah. not kidding. That owl sat there and hooted for like a solid hour. And this was like midnight. I had to get up and work the next day. And I was uh-huh. like, I love owls. I th- I'm fascinated yeah. by owls. But I'm like. Shut up! I cannot sleep. <laughs> oh, anyway. Okay, so so okay. I'm sorry. I totally no, get off track. I'm what glad you told book? me that. So the last time we did, I heard the alcohol. My main, my name. What was your book that was so much better than my bare book? bones? Oh, oh, bare bones. Oh, mm-hmm. and I guess here we okay. go. Okay, for the listeners, I actually did. Listen to Joy's suggestion to listen to Bare Bones, and I just yeah, wasn't yeah. that impressed. She didn't think it was as I, funny as I said. I here's what happened: I built it up, I overbuilt it. Okay, I I must have overbuilt. You set it. my expectations. I too set high. the bar too high, yes. and there was nowhere to go but down. I should have said, eh, "It's okay." <laughs> now, don't get it's me wrong; funny. it was interesting. It sucks in some places. <laughs> no, I don't know. it was very interesting, but I kept waiting for the aha laugh out loud moments, and just wasn't any. I just didn't laugh through it. Fine. Okay. So, but just okay. because I wasn't that impressed doesn't mean our listeners. Well, that probably may tells not. me that our listeners will probably be the same no, way. What no. was she saying? It wasn't that funny. Yeah, oh, uh, well. I, that was just my impression. To me, of the book. he was funny. Yeah, he was funny. Don't yeah. get me wrong. And it was a it was a fascinating story. Yeah. I Yeah. So anyway, what's funny is that. That podcast, I was thinking, holy cow, she just blew me away with her book. Oh right, y'all, bare bones sounded so much better than I heard the alcohol. My, name. <laughs> <laughs> and now this time it's you're not talking a competition. Ab- <laughs> well, maybe it is. <laughs> so this time you're talking about one of my all-time favorite movies. So I know, and I'm, i I already know the book's gonna be phenomenal because I just yeah. know. I'm, I mean, you've read it, it is, and you yeah. know it is, but so with that being said <laughs> <laughs> here's my book for this soil okay and I'm unveiling it to joy for Ooh, the first time. she actually brought the physical I copy. actually have it in a Walmart sack so she couldn't see it Ooh. and so my book duh, 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 is dogs as I see them oh it looks really old it's, yeah it sh- looks like an antique it's tearing apart on the spine yes yeah, so this is huh. what's so funny is she's talking about this phenomenal book and I have a book about sketches of dogs. Well, it's cool, but it's, not, it's a totally different. It's cover. not a novel. It's, really cool. it's not, and I'll explain exactly what it is. So, this is book is uh, like I said. It's called Dogs as I See Them, and it's by Lucy Dawson, and her nickname is Mac. Okay, she was a very famous illustrator And back in the thirties. She would illustrate pictures of dogs okay and she they would be put into magazines and and different people would use them as advertisements periodicals mm-hmm. where they were so uh popular among the readers people were like oh where can we get more of these pictures so she decided to put a lot of her popular and her more her favorite um sketches into a book okay so I found this book in an antique store in Paris, Texas, when I was there two weeks ago. Oh, awesome. We went to watch Kate play baseball. Right. It was her first game. And we had some downtime, so we went to this little antique store. And I walked in, and the second booth I came to, I saw it laying there. And you ever see something, and you just fall in love with it the had minute you, you see it? Had you already known about her before no, you saw No, I mean, knew nothing. You just did this research once I did you got this, the book. Once I got the book, I did the research. Okay. i never, never heard of her. I love the cover. Um, and so, I saw the book. I immediately was drawn to the cover. It's can I a, ask it's, you how much you paid? For yeah I was just getting ready to say um, it, I paid ten dollars for okay. it and I was more excited when I saw the copyright date. What is the copyright? The copyright date is 1937. Wow. So, um, so I immediately opened the book and as you can see I wish others could see. And I just love dogs so yes, immediately. So, so I flipped through it and you'll just see all these beautiful, heartwarming... We're going to take pictures of this and put on our website. Yes, illustrations of these dogs. There's all kinds of different breeds in there. I'll let you look through it while we're oh, talking. Oh, that is awesome. So... Um, they, oh, I do need to read just real quickly. I was going to read just to give our And it list. looks like she's talking about actual dogs because it looks like their names yes. are over each little dog. Yes, and I was, I'm was. i going to talk about that in just okay. a second. So I'm just going to read the first two paragraphs on the cover of the book. Okay. Dogs as I see them. Or on that, not the cover of the book. Oh, but the, uh, the inside. Uh, okay. The inside Like in- the introduction. Type. Okay. Uh, Lucy Dawson's friendly, sympathetic portraits of dogs so delighted readers of numerous English and American periodicals that they finally were gathered together to make a book. With her sketches are her own amusing notes about the conduct of the dogs while they posed. These charming little reminiscences... Remin- how do you say that? Uh, where is it? Reminiscences interpret yeah. the character and mood of each and make us friends at once with everyone in this gallery of engaging portraits. Okay. So, so what's really cool is, uh, like you said, you love dogs. I love dogs. I love art. And, I, mm-hmm. and so... Uh, basically from what i can understand she would sketch pictures of these dogs and you can tell they're from very wealthy families like in great britain and england okay because in her little descriptions beside each sketch she would say oh this dog normally lives in london but he went to his his uh summer cottage in northampton oh, right. so you could tell it was kind of wealthy people that they wanted her to, to sketch their right. dogs but anyway what was really cool is um, when I was leaving the store, I told the owner. I said, "Hey, I don't know whose booth this is, but w- you know, but would you tell the the person whose booth this belonged to that I fell in love with this book and I love it?" And, mm-hmm. and there was a lady standing there. She was, "Oh, that's mine. I that's my booth." Oh, wow. I said, "Oh, I just want you to know because I have a booth. I have a booth in an antique store, and it just it makes me feel good to know people find something that I have sold or." Had for sale that they actually really loved, right? And she, and she said, "Yeah, I found that book in North Carolina." And so okay. that's anyway. I thought that was really cool. So anyway, I just well, fell in love with the. It's a, uh, the dogs are adorable. The the sketches are, Ugh. they just capture. The dogs just And cart- some of them are color some of them are black and white. Yeah, some, some, some of them are like colored in. I'm glad you mentioned that. So twenty two of the sketches are in color. Okay or either you know, and the rest are in black and white. When I say in color, the color of the dog, but anyway, um, the reason I just fell in love with it, it's, can you see why that's so neat? Oh, me? it's just adorable. And it's, she's got the little puppies asleep, and sometimes they're playing, and sometimes they're cuddling. It's just really. Yes. Oh, and here's a little Yorkie bag, or a Scotty. little Scotty. They're little so, Scotty begging. They, yeah. yeah, they're really so, awesome. so here's the deal about this book. You will like this book if you love dogs and you love art. And and some of, I was just gonna mention a couple of the names of the dogs. There's Binky, Albert, Patch, Caesar, and Trig. Oh. Uh, they just had some cute little names. And then some of the breeds that are in there, they've got Cairn, uh, Pekinese, and Scotties, Bulldogs, Chows, Irish Springers. Um, and what was really interesting is I was just at Mom's house just right before I came here mm-hmm. and Amanda was there. Well, Amanda is our niece who also listens to our podcast. Oh I didn't so Amanda, know that. thank you for listening. but anyway, Amanda flipped through the book and it was really fun we just because she's a um, she was a pet groomer she dog was a, gr- groomer. a dog groomer she's she, taken a, some years off I yeah and she mm-hmm. she groomed dogs for years, so she's very familiar with all these different breeds. And as, oh, as she oh, <laughs> as she would flip through the book and looked at the picture, she would tell me, oh. I love these dogs, or oh, these dogs are temperamental. But it was mm-hmm. just really—I had a real nice. Yeah, discussion. she has a wide knowledge of dogs and how they act and what how to care for them. Yeah, she knew like each dog their temperaments. It was so funny to see her reaction yeah. as she looked. As she looked at the dog each picture. But so I thought that was fun to talk with her about that. But anyway. I just had this really weird thought after I looked at that book. I thought, okay, this book is from 1937. Mm-hmm. Don't make me do the math. I have no idea how many right. years ago that is. But it's, something just occurred to me. I thought, you know, if we were to pick up a book uh, – a, a, a novel or anything that was illustrated from 1937 with okay hairstyles are different mm-hmm. our clothes are different as a culture we're different mm-hmm. we're a lot more morally lax mm-hmm. um, just so many things would be different yeah people but you I thought dogs don't change yeah that's I mean true. these pictures in here I can look at a Scotty they, they look exactly the same right. today as they did in 1937 so i know it sounds weird but i just kind of like no i never thought about that you're right even though uh people change as far as as like how we I actually wrote down people change dogs don't and i think that's the uh that's the worldwide to me that's the universal universal appeal appeal of dogs dogs are loyal yes and usually friendly and they love you unconditionally and Mm -hmm. that's the draw and that's why we love dogs so much so i mean even just look you know dogs are If you have a dog, you know the health benefits and how they can uh, – your blood pressure is lower and all these different health benefits. But even just looking at the pictures and Mm -hmm. the sketches, I just had such a – It makes my little heart melt. I just had such (laughs) a pleasurable time just looking through the pages at all the little puppies she drew and just their face. She just captured them so perfectly. So anyway, I do recommend this book, but there's a problem. Uh Uh-oh. Where do you get one? Exactly. So Mm -hmm. I think you're going to start calling me the queen of obscure uh, books because Everything I like, it's it's like, how do you get it? Right. So I know if you can find it on eBay. It or is somewhere. on eBay, and I actually uh, looked on eBay before I came to to right. answer that question. Mm-hmm. And there was probably, I was honestly, I, there was about seven or eight listings. And they range anywhere from twenty to a hundred dollars. Okay. Yeah. So this isn't something to book that you're just going to get your hands on. It's Same kind of uh, little big man. It's mm-hmm. still in print, but yeah, you're. De- it's not like you could go to the library. I don't think and get it. I think you definitely have to order it mm-hmm. off of a, you know, Amazon yeah. or somewhere. So anyway, that's all I really had to okay. say about well, I it. And, it. And uh, I love it, and I will post. Uh, I'm going to take some pictures and should. post them online on our Twin Talk Facebook. Right. Okay. And I'll put it on the website if I ever get a chance. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, I love it. I like that recommendation. So I will definitely uh, look at that. It's definitely one of my new favorite books. Okay. Okay. Well, so if you're out there uh, listening to Twin Talk, we highly recommend Little Big Man and Dogs As I See Them by Lucy Dawson. Uh, I guess we will see you next time on Twin Twin Talk. Talk.